what I really also thought I liked about the whole thing, it was just so well balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave you the opportunity in the morning to either do yoga or uh, or exercise, mm-hmm. and then breakfast, and then it was, uh, you know, there was a nice balance of lectures, uh, and then, uh, you know, and so not, it wasn't just uh, uh, information overload, it was a great balance for the day, and then they gave you plenty of time for meal breaks, uh, and then they uh, they had evening uh, keynote speakers, and then they also had evening activities. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Maya Costa, with... Dr. Riz. It's another episode of Doctor Doctor in the the House. House. All right, friends, we are back uh, with another great episode. Today, we're going to be recapping the National Health Association conference that we recently attended. We're going to talk about that, what we like, the speakers, the people we got to meet, the mingling, everything that we did over there. Uh, And then we're going to tell you also about some events that are coming up that we're hosting. But before that, let's start with some icebreakers. Okay. Okay. So I have, uh, I generated a list of questions. Uh, I'll pick one or two that are fun to ask one another. Okay. Dr. Riss, if you were a professional athlete, what sport would you compete in and why? Oh, my goodness. That's a tough one because I uh, enjoyed a lot of sports uh, growing up. I, in fact, my dad uh, wanted me to be a professional tennis player. So he actually built me a tennis court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't ever quite that good. So, you know, when I think about it, you know, I, I love uh, the National Football League. I love football, but boy, those guys get really banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something you hear me talk about is how they have shortened life expectancy. So I think I'm going to rule that one out. Okay. Because uh, uh, then I love soccer. I grew up playing soccer. Um, I think they're tremendous athletes. Uh, so, you know, and then I also played a lot of baseball. Mm. I was a very good baseball player. I actually got a scholarship to play uh, uh, at the uh, college level. I'm going to go with baseball. Okay. Okay, because that's a very, but that's a very uh, uh, calculated answer because they make a lot of money and their bodies aren't torn up uh, when they're done typically uh, and they can have lengthy uh, careers. Okay. And this is in an ideal world. I think that would be the question. So you would pick baseball. Do you have a favorite player now? And let me just say, I think baseball is actually the most boring of the sports I just talked about. But, you know, if I was going to be the athlete, that's what I would play. Why would you pick it? Why, out of all the things that you could do, because it involves a little bit of running, but not necessarily. Well, I enjoy playing baseball. I just don't like watching it. I okay. think it's relatively slow. Okay. That's why I enjoy the more faster pace uh, sports like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, football. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you, I think the question was, what would I want to play or what I want to be yeah. an athlete? And that's, that's my choice. All right. All right. You get to ask me a question now. Okay. Oh, well, this is a good one because I already, I mean, I, I love this one because it would apply to me. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what three things would you want to have with you? <laughs> the first thing that came to mind were, was really books. <clears throat> okay, but this is an island, so I would definitely need to read, but that would not be my priority. I would want some underwater equipment so that I could enjoy swimming and looking underneath. Maybe a snorkeling set, but I don't know how long that would last. 
but definitely would want a snorkel. Uh, and then I have to have some kind of covering. I'm imagining it's deserted. Are there any trees there? One or two palm trees? Let's just imagine it's a tropical deserted island. There's oh. probably a bunch of coconuts and palm trees. Okay, and- so plenty of covering canopies and stuff like that already. Well, you know, that would be my ideal fantasy when I was little. I enjoyed fantasizing, about, you know, the Gilligan Island kind of thing we grew up with. So I always felt like I could create a shelter and survive and cook outdoors. So, um, but I'm vegan now, right? So how would I <laughs> make a, how would I live? Um, but Anyway, definitely still would want to explore the water. And um, and then, uh, you know, maybe hopefully some groceries. <laughs> I would want to be stranded with food. I don't know how else I would survive because I don't fish. So how was that for an answer? Um, uh, sounds good. All right. Okay, friends, we're going to get started with telling you about the NHA. Before that, let's tell you real quickly about two things that are coming up uh, immediately. Actually, we have a lot of things happening. So when you listen to this episode, it will already be Monday, July the 10th. Just think about how quickly the month is going. So this Saturday, July the 15th is our next Walk with the Dock. And in case you haven't been keeping up, we are walking in North Park Mall at 11 a.m. We meet inside the mall by the Macy's entrance. We just started doing that last month. Have we done it two months in a row or no, once? No, just this will be the second time. Okay, it's plain hot out here in Dallas. It's just too hot. Um, and we didn't want to have to get up at eight in the morning to do our morning walk. So you are more than welcome to join us. If you're part of our WhatsApp group, you would know um, we try to give you these kind of updates. Um, what are we going to be talking about this Saturday? So I think I'm going to talk about sleep. Uh, as our topic this time. Uh, and I've got to find a way to give that huge topic uh, justice in just about five minutes. So yeah. uh, we'll be talking about sleep. Yeah, actually, just check out our social media because we try to include footage of the mall where we're walking at now. And we try to go into kind of like what is like a courtyard, uh, which is kind of a, a slight outdoor area where we could just have a little bit more of a quiet time. And and I think we're going to have a very short topic because it's nobody really wants to stand out there for a long time. This last time we were there, it was just overwhelming, just walking back inside of the mall. Um, but the remember that the whole point of us having this walk is to build community and to encourage you to walk. And also, if you are interested in ever just walking randomly, there are members in the group who want to do that on a regular basis, not just once a month, but regularly. Yeah, I mean, I think the group is a, a good resource to make some friends and find people who are like-minded, and you can always uh, set up your own uh, uh, routines with other people. Yes. I, right. I know I personally go out uh, almost every day uh, trying to walk, and uh, my dog is a good excuse to get out there and walk. Right. Okay, so that was Saturday. Sunday, the next day, is a big event we've been planning with Dr. Lori Marvis. We're showing the movie, From Food to Freedom, 
this Sunday at the Harrington Library in Plano. I'll put a link to the Eventbrite link. The rooms, we have two rooms that are reserved uh, to show the film, can hold about 200 people. And right now we are at about 145 people that have uh, RSVP'd. And remember that uh, our goal is to get you to the library to watch this amazing film. Dr. Lori Marvis is in the film. She is flying in for the event. She's going to be answering questions that you may have about the film or about how she works with patients. And then we're going to even learn more about her um more medical, her practice called more medical. One of her practitioners uh, lives out in the Frisco area. Her name is Christina Lascano. She was also on the podcast. You'll be able to hear from her as well. And then we're partnering for this event with another pod called Green and Fit Frisco with Anita and Mita of Frisco. And they will be there as well. Uh, we have a couple of volunteers that will greet you at the door. Um, we'll have some tables with information. So if you want to sign up for our uh, newsletters, you can do so. And and really, our goal is to remind you that there is support when you're making a transition to a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And then you get to meet all these amazing people that are going to show up just like you that are just as interested in getting healthy, or perhaps they, they're bringing someone who is making the change or who can benefit from watching this movie. So we're really excited about uh, hosting this event. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a, a very nice time. Uh, I'm excited that Dr. Marbus is coming. You know, in the movie, it actually highlights how she takes people through uh, intensive lifestyle changes and makes tremendous uh, improvements in their life. Uh, and then that parallels, uh, you know, what she does in her in her medical practice. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, Dr. Riz, let's also talk about another event we'll have a week after hosting Dr. Marbus. July 22nd, we have what is called a culinary medicine workshop experience. Um, yeah, so uh, towards the end of July, we're going to be uh, hosting a workshop uh, where we're uh, uh, going to have um, one of our friends uh, and uh, guest, uh, Chef Colin Zhu, mm -hmm. come in. He's a physician and a chef. Mm -hmm. And in addition, before we go into detail about what you can expect, we want to announce that we have Dr. Michael Clapper, who, are, who will be our guest of honor. He will be here at the five-hour workshop that we're hosting. It's five hours. If you go to the link, um, the Eventbrite link, you're going to see the agenda. We're going to start in a grocery store. We're all going to meet up there, and Dr. Zhu is going to lead us. In the in the grocery store, basically giving us tips on how to navigate the produce section, what to look for when you're transitioning to a whole food plant based diet. We'll come back to the venue and uh, we'll introduce ourselves, go over the agenda, tell you know our guests what to expect. By the way, we're only keeping this to ten people, no more than ten people. We really wanted to make it a personal, small, intimate. Uh, experience. Everyone will have a hands-on experience, and then we're going to sit together after uh, prepping the meal and dine together. And that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to. I've actually been working on the decor part of it to make it a memorable and photographic experience uh, for people who want to capture those moments. And then after that, you'll be doing biometrics. You're going to do a presentation as well. You can talk about those details. And then um, at the very end, we're going to take video testing. Testimonials, and uh, I mean, it's going to be a very intense five hours uh, in terms of all the.
the content that people are going to receive. We have a couple of more uh, spots available for anyone who is in the Dallas area who's interested. Again, the link is in the show notes. Um, I haven't publicly announced that Dr. Michael Clapper will be here. You're the first one to hear about it, which is really exciting. Um, so tell us, what are, you, what are you looking forward to, Dr. Riss? Yeah, so I'm uh, very excited. Uh, it's going to be a a a, uh, a very packed five hours, but I think very informative and fun. Uh, we're going to have uh, Chef Colin Zhu uh, doing some presentations, and then uh, I'm going to also be doing biometrics for our, our clients who are coming uh, and being able to discuss their individual results with them uh, and what they might be able to do to improve things if uh, there's some things that need uh, work. Uh, I'll also be giving a talk on mm -hmm. food as medicine, uh, which I think will be uh, very interesting. Yeah. So in case you don't know what biometrics are, because I don't know if those words are used when you go to your office, your doctor's office, you probably get your blood work done once a, a year or so. Tell us what biometrics looks like. And are we going to be doing blood pressure as well? So biometrics uh, is just, a, it's a kind of a really generic term, but it just means uh, data about our body. And uh, I'm a real big believer in data. Uh, without data, we have no idea what's going on. And with the data, we can uh, assess what's going on in our bodies and uh, and then make changes in order to affect positive change. So biometrics can be anything. So for example, your heart rate is a biometric. So is your blood pressure. And we'll be doing those. Uh, but uh, uh, and and we're going to be also doing uh, a, a lipid panel, looking at cholesterol, LDL, and HDL, uh, and triglycerides. We'll also be doing a hemoglobin A1C and a glucose uh, as a part of all of that. Oh, wow. And so I think that these are these are very important uh, biomarkers or bio, uh, bio data, which tell us a lot about our health. Um, and so you know, with just these very uh, few things, we can learn a lot about our health and then, mm. and then make some changes. Do people need to be fasting to do the A, A1C? The only one that's really going to be impacted by not fasting is the glucose. And, and so, no, I don't, I don't want people to fast. I want us to, you know, just be in our normal part of our day. The hemoglobin A1C and the lipid panel are m not markedly affected by uh, fasting, and, and therefore we can get good data uh, mm -hmm. and, and make some uh, uh, good assumptions from that. Okay, cool. And then, so we have a presentation that you'll give as well. So it's going to be very packed, very busy. Um, and I'm so excited about it. So anyway, look in the link below, look in the show notes, because we'll have links to our walk, which is again, July 15th, our event with Dr. Marvis, July 16th, and then our culinary workshop, which is July 22nd. So lots of things going on. We're basically going to recap the NHA conference to give you an idea of what our experience was like. It's the first time that we went. Um, I think, you know, definitely after I spoke with Mark Huberman last year, had him on the inner, um, on the podcast, and then we interviewed Wanda Huberman and all of that. After all those interactions, we decided that, you know what, maybe this conference is for us. Let's give it a try. And so we're going to do sort of talk to you a little bit about some of those uh, speaker highlights that really stood out. We're not going to go in detail about everything. Um, there was a panel discussion on fasting that I found fascinating. And then uh, I want to talk about just what it was like networking with other people. Uh, 
you know, whether we were having a meal or whether we were manning one of the tables for pod leaders, we had plenty of opportunities to connect with people. We also, we did a hike before the Vitamix tour and had the opportunity of mingling with some of the people, the attendees again. So plenty of opportunity to connect with other people. We flew into Cleveland. We stayed at the Holiday Inn. What I like most about the accommodations is that convention part of it where the conference happened is connected to the Holiday Inn, which made everything easier. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, I think, when I go to conferences is when I just want to take a break and go upstairs. And I would say upstairs to the room to relax, uh, to downshift because things might be too intense and too busy for me. That can always be a little bit of a headache, but not in this case. It was very comfortable and a short walk. Yeah, you know, what I really liked about this was that they kept the conference to a, a really nice size. And they do they do that on purpose. They limit the number of attendees so that it doesn't get too huge. Uh, and I think the number of attendees was 350, and they were sold out, and I think mm -hmm. they get sold out every year. Uh, so if you ever intend to go, uh, don't wait till the last minute to get your tickets. Um, and then, uh, but uh, the, the nice thing about it is it was all, kind of all, it's an all-inclusive. It included all the meals. Uh, the convention was on-site, so it was very easily accessible. And so it was a very complete package. And, and also, they had a, a tremendous lineup of speakers. They're a very well-recognized uh, organization uh, and draw very good speakers on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. And then also, it was small enough that you got to see people, talk to them, interact with the speakers on a regular basis. So I, I really had a great time. Mm, me too. So one of the benefits of going to NHA is that we have access to the virtual content. I'm looking forward to just revisiting some of the content because I didn't go to everything. There were times when I needed to rest. So um, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to is having access to the keynote or the speakers that I didn't see. And then um, there was a table. So Wanda, the executive director, gave us pod leaders a table. And she really worked hard at highlighting us at this conference. So she gave us a table, a group of about seven to eight of us collaborated and worked um, behind the scenes via Zoom on, you know, being organized and available to support anyone that came to the table asking either questions about how to start a support group or how to join one. And so the very first night that we arrived, which was Thursday, Wanda showed the film From Food to Freedom, the same film that we're going to show here in Dallas. And at the end of the film, she invited us pod leaders to the stage to introduce ourselves and talk about why we started our group. Yeah, I thought that was uh, wonderful. Uh, Wanda and Mark, uh, the Huberman's, uh, do a great job of making you feel welcome and a part of the organization. And they offered us a great platform to uh, share mm -hmm. information. And so after that, we had, um, actually, I took some photos. We had a group of people that approached you and had questions specifically for you. Um, so that was a huge plus. Uh, the amount of time that we were able to mingle with people was really nice. Um, our meal times, I think, were about two hours at a time. And so, and that really uh, was very helpful because the lines were long buffet style. And so you would stand in line, grab your food and then, you know, sit with people randomly or sometimes deliberately. And I really enjoyed those times where I was able to sit with people that I've met online and enjoy conversations. 
Yeah, I, I thought this was interesting that there was a lot of people that uh, we had known virtually, but we had never met in person. So this was a great opportunity to see them in person. And then also when we sat down to meals, uh, we did also get to sit down with some new friends and, and meet them and talk to them. Yeah. And so there was another time when we were able to arrange to have lunch, I think it was, or dinner with anyone who was interested in becoming, again, a leader in their community. And so we put several tables together and squeezed in, but was able, we were able to sort of come together and that was really gratifying. So that's about networking and connecting with people. I really enjoyed it. I felt like I was able to tell people about the podcast um, just when I was at the pod leader table. And then um, is there anything for you that stands out? Any speaker, panel discussion, anything that was meaningful for you? Well, I mean, I think that actually, I mean, it was just really a, a, a great conference. Again, they attracted a great uh, panel of speakers, mm -hmm. uh, really well known uh, and, and, and good at what they do. So they were enjoyable uh, talks. And um, I, I enjoyed uh, Dr. Kim Williams' talk a lot, but then anything that has to do with cardiovascular disease oftentimes is, you know, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, but uh, uh, what I really also thought I liked about the whole thing, it was just so well-balanced. Mm -hmm. uh, they gave you the opportunity in the morning to either do yoga or, uh, or exercise mm -hmm. and then breakfast. And then it was, uh, you know, there was a nice balance of lectures uh, and then, uh, you know, and so not, it wasn't just uh, uh, information overload. It was a great balance for the day. And then they gave you plenty of time for meal breaks. Uh, and then they, uh, they had evening uh, keynote speakers and then they also had evening activities. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, uh, it, you know, it was a, a very full uh, schedule, but really nicely balanced. Yes. So Thursday night was the film. That's the night that we arrived. So we arrived and within an hour we were... <laughs> watching the film, had dinner on our own, and then watched the film, did the whole panel. Uh, not pa Well, I guess you could say that we were all there as panelists. Um, and then Friday morning, we started with a morning hike, and Riz and I were asked to be part of the hikes to kind of just walk along with other guests, and that was a lot of fun. So I thought that was a great way to kind of officially kick off the conference because the conference didn't really officially start until I think Friday. And so we started with the hike right after the hike, we went and did a Vitamix tour and there were multiple buses rotating between the hike and the Vitamix tour. And so um, we had the opportunity to actually go to the Vitamix headquarters. You know, I kind of smile when I'm saying this, but who would have thought that uh, touring a blender factory would be so much fun? Yeah. Uh, you know, so, but it was very interesting. You got to uh, see the history of uh, the, the the family who ran it. And uh, uh, there were two museums. One was actually a cottage re uh, reproduction of uh where some of the family grew up. And then uh, the other one was actually a, a tour of the museum in the factory. Uh, and you got to see a lot of inf interesting information. And then they made us some smoothies mm -hmm. uh, to try out. Mm -hmm. So it was a really uh, interesting tour. Uh, Sunday morning might have had maybe like a panelist or something. I think what really stood out was uh, a panel discussion on fasting uh, with Dr. Goldhammer, Alan Goldhammer from True North there. And uh, some of the other speakers and some excellent, excellent questions. And I think, you know, one of the things that I try to highlight on the podcast is that I don't promote fasting 
because I, I have this awareness of diet culture and disordered eating that is prevalent among many, many people of different ages and more specifically women. And I remember that one of the questions was, do you prescribe this, you know, fasting to some of your patients? And then the individual that answered the question, I want to say is Dr. Joel Furman said, I don't prescribe fasting for my patients because I, I deal with addictions, food addictions. So if you're an individual and he said, you know, if you're dealing with obesity and if you're dealing with food addictions, fasting is not an option because it just kind of reinforces the obsession with weight loss. And um, if you're dealing with food addiction, you're going to have a hard time just not eating, period. And so he said for him, he's very deliberate about his approach, which is to help people develop a healthy relationship with food. And maybe in the future, you can move towards fasting. Um, but definitely fasting has been a topic of ours that um, it's been very interesting, fascinating, and we'd like to have like exposure to and try someday. But I thought that was really good. And I think you had a couple of questions for uh, during the um, conference that we posted on your social media. And uh, but anyway, I, I don't know if anything else stands out for you. No, I think we pretty much covered it. <clears throat> uh, it was a great conference overall. And I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to going back. Yeah, for the most part, I really enjoyed it. It was a smooth flight back home. Um, but as always, I get really exhausted from conferences. So uh, I'm just, I, I came home and, and try to take a long break uh, from all of that. Uh, but anyway, so that was our recap of the NHA conference. You can always go to their website if you're interested in learning more. They offer plant-based travel We've planned a trip to Tahiti in 2025. We've now known several or have met several people that are also going on that trip in 2025. So lots to look forward to. Yeah, I can't believe I have to wait so long for the cruise. Yep. <laughs> but uh, all right, friends. So that's it. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Thanks again for listening. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.